0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, this is your Everyday Fijians host, my Kali Cruz uh covering another new episode of today's podcast. However, in today's podcast, this is just a special tribute. It's a special tribute for my late granduncle uh, who passed away a couple weeks ago. But the reason why I'm sharing this tribute is because there's a post on Facebook by one of his friends which was shared by uh, the various family members and I thought to myself that you know to tribute that is that I think in my view is um is a way to is worthy to be shared on this podcast and you know even though it's written on Facebook but I thought hey why don't I say say it out on this podcast and in a way it'll be it'll be etched in memory and also be in a way cementing the legacy that my granduncle has left and with that even though it's been two weeks since he's passed um it does you know for of course for us vijians you know when we lose a loved one you know many memories pour pour through our minds you know many memories of you know when we first meet them or when they first visited us or the numerous occasions that you might have them, uh, you know, the you know the many interactions, interactions with family members, and it makes you, you know, you know it makes it show, um, known and shows that you know life is very short. But in saying that, so this is a tribute to from the Facebook page of Kelepi Abaringa, and he wrote a tribute to my late grand uncle by the name of uh, Luke Robin Olumboroto. But for us close family members be simply him Bumbungasi, especially us young ones. But in saying that, I thought i will start off in you know, a reading this tribute. So it begins with saying that kindly joining you all, our fellow Fijian muses back home and those that have now settled abroad, as you convey our thanksgiving to thy heavenly creator for gifting our beloved Fiji, Fiji with another talented musician musician and a dear brother, bassman, Luke Lumborotu. Who was called to eternal rest this week. Now this was according, this is when he passed away, so it's been two weeks, so this is written on the week that he passed. Now as I continue on, our late brother in Music hailed from the village of Namalata Kumbula Umbua. And his mother, Mrs. Merembuon Romu, Andi was also from the province of Umbua in the village of Nasawana in the district of Wainulu. Brother Luke had moved across to Wellington, New Zealand more than 20 years ago, but had finally returned to his village in 2019. Fellow bassman and Fijian songwriter, composer and performer Seru Sarevi recalls their early days, adding that it was Luke Limboroto that replaced him as bass player for the band Sang Freud Ride. During that time, Luke was also studying at the Fiji School of Hotel and Catering and Nasese, and after three years of study, He graduated with a diploma in hotel and catering services, which also enabled the young Fijian musician an opportunity to join the Beachcombe Hotel Travel Lodge in Pacific Harbour as a trainee manager. Luke was also invited by Tuya Ravai, leader of the popular freelancers band, to replace bassist Saimoniwanga, who pursued his spiritual calling as a pastor. The freelancers were engaged, doing weekend gigs at Hunters Inn and Nandia Hotel, and at Suva at Trap's Bar and in an era where other popular bands like the Sang-Froid Ride, Dragon Swingers, Ulysses, Bali High Swingers, Quintikis, and many other bands were performing in Suva. Loke Lumbaroto was also a session musician at Lala Recording, Procura Music, and Seneboa Recordings, whether it be Procura or Provera or Provera, um, whatever the case may be. I hope I've said it right. However, as I continue on, Sero Serebi recalls that in 1988, here together with Luke Lumbarotu, keyboard genius Tuyurwai, guitarist extraordinaire, extraordinaire Waisia Watuanga, and Fiji's groove drummer, Paul Steven, were part of the Pacific, Pacifica band that were hand-picked to perform at one of the biggest live music events in New Zealand called the New York Pacific. Saru added that it all started in 1987, when New Zealand reggae band Herb's manager, Willie Ilo, Ilohaya, walked into Trap Bar in Suba, where they were playing, and after being impressed with what he was hearing, Will invited them to play at the popular Neon, Neon Picnic Rock Festival in New Zealand on January 29th, 1988. Ravendra Patel, the manager director for SPR, was a tour sponsor with Air Pacific. The much-anticipated event, which was unfortunately cancelled after the group's arrival, would have seen Fiji's band performing on the same same stage with some of the great names of international music like... Now, this is this is pretty full-on. James Brown, Johnny Clegg and Savuka, Roy Orbison, Los Lobos, and Bob Geldof. So there's some very big household names here, not, in, not in just in in this event, but on the global stage as well. how Pacifica were able to perform a strong Auckland crowd of 14,000 after Bob Gilder from the Boomtown Redshad had managed to organise a free concert at Waitemata y- 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 Mart Stadium. The group was further grateful to Will Ilalahaya for helping to organize an additional 7 gigs at various venues across Auckland, Wellington and Hamilton, and both Luke Lumbarotto and Cerro Sarevi alternating as bass players, Pacifica was able to finally unleash our Fijian music brand of rhythm and blues, including a few of Sarevi's Wundo originals, and yes, the crowd loved it. During his musical journey, Luke also had the opportunity to perform at leading hotels in the country. Like the region of Fiji, uh Modambo or Mokambo, Fijian Resort, including the Checkers Nightclub in Suba, Hunters in Lautoka, Traps Bar Suba, Raniga's Nightclub and the Lantern in Bar, including the various social engagements throughout the country. Fellow bass, bass player Sokolonga said that Luke also had a stint with the band Directions, which was managed by businessman Tony Stevens. That he also played bass for Marika Ngata's recording Ratumboronganga. Soko described Luke as a gentleman, but ruthless with his fingers when on the stage. And it was a privilege to have him replaced to have replaced him at the Checkers nightclub when Luke had joined the freelancers keyboard sensation Henry Cork and Kandavu musical twins Chona, Chona, Chona Lunaveva and uh, Rusiate Terralulu remember Luke well and that he was often referred to by fellow musicians as Nkase or Elder. Veteran musician Ken Jansen described Luke as a humble person who was liked by all. Former lead singer for Tuya Ravai's freelancers band Lela Servakula who has, also, who has also resided in New Zealand for many years now, that said that Lukea was part of our group for a couple of years and that we had attended gospel school together with my older siblings. He was a great friend since, since and that I was glad to have met him in New Zealand and where he got married and had a few children. luke was a real brother and friend who was, who was always on the go, a gentleman and sometimes a rogue, and a great father to his kids and one who loved his wife lately he'll be sorely missed. Luke had also played alongside many well-known Fijian musicians like Marika Ngata, the late Sakiusa Doko Doko, Cero Serevi, Robert Burma, Jim Natu, Tom Maui, Olive Wiley, Willie Tuilavala, Nesbitt Hazelman, Samuanga, Wilson Amberson, Home Affair, Marvin Thaggard. Bamba Roma, Henry Cork, Kelly Levi, Melian Dimuri, George Fiji Veikoso, Lysa Visikula, Nelson Waningolo, Leah Osborne, Dominic Nga- 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 Langi, John Kui and Joe Viasi-Heritage, to name just a few. In 2009, Luke and Kiwa player Rocco Watuwanga, the nephew of the legendary guitarist Waisea Watuwanga, had also formed their two-piece band called Bulatale in Wellington, New Zealand. Our late brother survived by his wife, Miss Liti Luimborotu from Lao and children Grace, Sava, Margaret, Tiko, Luke Jr., and grandson Lincoln. As we remember our dear late brother in music, let us also keep his family in our thoughts and prayers as we say, More than Monday to fellow Fijian baseman Luke Luimborotu. Rest in peace, Tukana. Now, this whole tribute here can be found on the Facebook page of Mr. Kelepi Abi Abaringa. And in my view, it's a a wonderful tribute of what he was from a musical perspective. From a family perspective, uh, from me personally, uh, Bumugasi was a man that was very humble. Um, Not very humble, but he could be very, you know, he showed in his emotions and he'd get very teary. You know, when meeting family or teary when you would say a speech conducted in front of family because, you know, it shows that, no, he may have been the person filled with tears, but it shows that how much love he had for his family and for the extended family and for the Olimboroto family. Um, You know, for me personally, uh, I finally got to meet Bumungasi in 2016. Now, in regards to Bumgasi, Bumgasi was one of the youngest one out of a large lineage of the Lumborotu family. Out of the siblings, my grandmother was the second, the second oldest, and Bumgasi was way down the line. And you know, I was privileged to meet all of the you know siblings, with the exception of I think two, which uh, unfortunately one passed away before I was born, and the other one passed away. Um, during the early 2000s. However, when I finally got to meet Bumungase, for me, it was an accomplishment because just prior, just a um, couple months in 2016, in June 2016, and in July 2016, I lost my mother and my grandmother within a month apart. And for me to meet Bumungase, it was sort of a goal, was sort of an ultimate goal for me to meet him, to make sure that, you know, I've met I've met every Lumbarotu sibling. Uh, and I've met, you know, the the siblings that, you know, that are children. And out of those children was my mother. And then my mother had, you know, the cousins, which I called my aunties and my uncles. And then from that lineage it just expanded and just grew. But from Bumungasi's lineage, you know, it's um it's a blessing to see that, you know, from his lineage that to you know it's 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 sometimes strange calling them my my aunties and my uncles, even though they're younger than me. But um, you know, it's amazing to see that what they've achieved. You know, with uh, Annie Grace, with Grace Lumbaruto. Uh, You know, she wanted to become, you know, involved in the New Zealand Navy. And you know, when the, when my mom passed away, she wore she wore a navy attire, which was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome to see that. You know, she'll come fully fully decked in her navy navy attire just to sign my mom off. And I remember one stage when we were outside, that you will stand in my mom's coffin in, you know, full salute in full attention. And you know that was you know that's really respectful of what she did, and don't forget forgetting that in you know, another auntie as well with uh, uh with her as well she she's named after my grandmother, and I, I find that you know that's you know that's you know, you know that's like, yep you know that's a that's a it's a wonderful name it's an awesome name, but also to be named after my grandmother I really tra- I really I really treasure that, I really treasure that and, you know meeting them all in 2016 I was I was just thankful and blessed. And you know, for her as well to be a uni graduate, and then what I didn't know as well that um she was a very good netball player, so good that I heard that um probably correct on this later on that you know she she was on the verge of making the silver fern squad for netball, and you know that's a, that's an awesome achievement itself, and also to the other with um with the other kids, with the other kids with um Juju Koi's family. We, you know, with Tico and Luki Jr. Um, they, they, they're achieving well. Margaret and also Lincoln, the little one, you know, they, they're excelling well. And to meet them all in 2016, you know, it, it you know, there's a part of Bobumugasi in each of them. And what I'm thankful for that even though Mugasi has gone, and this tribute that I've shared on this podcast, it shows that he truly was an individual. That he was humble. You know, he had achievements, but he didn't share much. And even when I was reading this tribute on this podcast right now and, and reading it beforehand, I never knew many of these things. I didn't know that he was an awesome bass player or he, you know that he played alongside you know, artists that are well-known in Fiji and that it was in an event that if it wasn't head, he'd be on the same stage as James Brown and Bob Giornoff and other well-known musicians. But the reason why I share this tribute as well, the reason why I share this this you know, this part, this info, this uh, this amazing story of a man you know that was family to us, is that you know you could have family there right now, and you may not know what they've achieved. Of course, we go through our everyday lives, you know, you know, especially here in Sydney, you know, working, paying bills, and you know, we just we just we're just so much entangled with the life of you know with our daily lives. But if you, have, you do have family members that are overseas within Fiji. Or in any other parts of the world, you know, take time, message them, see how they're going, you know, um, have a talk with them, talk more, you know, say how things are, you know, especially during this pandemic, you know, during this COVID, and during the so many restrictions that have been happening around the world, especially with the limit, the limitation on international travelling, it does show that you know, a phone call doesn't hurt, um, you know, with the power of social media, messaging someone. Saying hey, you know how's it going, Bumbu? How's it going now? How's it going now? Nah, Do you know? Or especially to those that are serving in the army or the military, take time, take time to say how much you love them, because with a person such, such as Mungasye, you know even though he is gone, he's passed on, and I, you know, I felt privileged to read this tribute. At the same sense as well, I was like, man, at least I got to meet Mungasye. and even though he's gone, he's joined the rest of the other elder Limborotu siblings that have gone before, you know, I'm thankful that for us that are still here, not in regards to the the two remaining uh, Limborotu siblings that are left with Nangwa and Nambui, but to Mumugasa's kids, um, children, if you're hearing this, you know, uh, Mumugasa was a great man. He was an awesome man and he he did well. He done his part. And I still remember seeing that video. I think it was posted by... I think it was Grace uh, Grace so sober that you know we have a time clock, we have a time clock, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have a time clock that one day we can pee here, and then the next minute it's like time's up, time's up. It's time to go, it's time to leave it all. But in saying that, to um, the Lomboroto family, I'll tag, I'll tag you all in all of this, in regard to me sharing this podcast, but also to those that are listening. To those that have um, heard the whole tribute here, bear in mind, if you have family, I say this again, if you have family, ring them, message them, you know, because you, when you lose someone that you love, man, you realize, oh, what happened, I should have just rang them, I should have said, you know, how are they, I should have um, messaged them, or, you know, man, if they live down the road, I should have just go visit them, drive one day and see how they are, because you really regret it, because you won't know the value of something until you've lost it. So in saying that, ladies and gents, to, um, to the children, to the elders, I say, once again, really value time. Spend time with family and friends. And also, have a safe week. Have a safe day. Enjoy the rest of the working week. And in saying that, take care and enjoy. God bless.